Welcome back to our sexy summer quickies on the Naked Marriage Podcast. On this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. We're excited that you're joining us. And in this Summer Quickie series, we are taking 12 weeks through the summer, and we're answering your 12 biggest questions about sex, kind of covering the 12 most important topics related to sex, and having a lot of fun doing it in these shorter podcast episodes. You can listen quickly and then get right down to action by putting into practice what you've learned with the remaining time you would have been listening. You've now got that extra time to be in the bedroom together. So we hope (laughs) that you're enjoying these. That's right. And today we have a big topic, and that is not using sex as leverage. But before we dive in, here is a message about a great new resource. Hey, friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them, and that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. We get questions about this sometimes on social media or at live events of, of couples who feel like their sex life has fallen into this dynamic where sex has become either a reward system or a, a punishment system. Like what I mean by punishment is like I'm mad at you, so I'm taking sex off the table. Right. You're grounded, you're in timeout, and I'm taking this away from you. Or you did a good job on that thing, and that's the only time I can ever give you sex. And when it, when we get to that place where sex becomes leverage, like I'm going to use it or with, withhold it right. to get what I want. And if you're treating your spouse like a child in this strange merit-based sex system, yeah. um, and you're really reducing sex itself to this transactional model, which to kind of put it crudely, is really a form of prostitution when right. it's like, you know, it's, it's transactional. Mm-hmm. You do this to get sex, you don't do this, you don't get sex. Instead of it being this gift, this mutually enjoyed, beautiful gift, uh, freely shared with one another the way God intended in marriage. But when you fall into that sex is leverage dynamic, sometimes it can be hard to recognize that's where you are and hard to pull out of that. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And and really, it's it's not driven by love. And right. that that's yeah. where it goes way off base because sex has got to be rooted in love and commitment. And, and when we're, you know, having this transactional leverage system, it's just wrong. And it, and it brings out the worst in us. And, you know, I think sometimes people are like, well, I just, you know, they maybe tease like, oh, your reward sex. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about how most of the time sex seems to be a reward or a punishment. And, you know, it could be something like this. And sometimes we'll receive messages from wives who, who say their husband's disgruntled because they don't feel like they're keeping the house as clean as they would like it. And we've actually, we've talked to people where this is literally the dynamic. And they're like, you know, he's like, you know, I'm just not pleased with this. Like, you're not, you're not reaching that standard I have. So we're just not going to have sex. Like, and, and this, this wife feels undesired. 
this wife feels unloved, and it becomes this very cold place. And so whether or not he realizes it, you know, it's like he's just holding back from her. It's like this act of of withholding and not really embracing your spouse and just trying to to make them, you know, feel punished. Like, I'm not going to to show you that I love you because I'm not happy with you. And that's just toxic. You know, on the on the flip side of it, it could be something like a wife, like, well, you're not talking to me enough and so I'm not gonna have sex with you. You know, that's, that's just never okay. I know we've talked a lot on this podcast about how women in general, when it comes to intimacy, it really starts through those conversations. And it, it, it's just for men as well, but that's where we feel loved and connected and that eventually leads to sex. And so, you know, it is a need that we have, maybe even as great as the need that men tend to have. And this is generalities that we're speaking here. So it may be a little bit different for you in your particular dynamic, but, you know, men have this this great need for sex. And, and so, you know, if a, if a guy is, you know, if, if he's desiring sex and the woman's like, well, you're not meeting my need for conversation, then I'm not going to give you sex. It's just so nasty and it doesn't bring peace and it doesn't perpetuate love. It really just perpetuates resentment. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's just not how God wants us to love one another and serve one another because it kind of takes serving out of the picture. And serving is the heart of every healthy marriage. And serving is is also the heart of every healthy sex life in marriage, that yeah. you're selflessly saying, how can I serve my spouse's needs? And yes, you have needs too, and those are important. Uh, but when both spouses make it their mission to serve the other's needs, then all the needs are being met. But when we start withholding that service because right. we think, well, I'm not going to give them something they desire. I'm not going to give them something they need because they're not giving me something I need in some other area of the right. marriage, and I want them to know how it feels. And it starts being this this scorekeeping mentality. Right. And anytime you fall into a scorekeeping mentality in marriage, you've already lost. Exactly. Like, I do this much, he does this much, or she didn't do that, so I'm not doing this, or she spent this much money, so I'm going to go spend this much money. And in whatever part of your marriage, she had this much time with her, for, so I get this much time. Whenever it becomes about scorekeeping instead of about serving one another, we've already lost. Now, this this doesn't mean that we can't take an assessment every so often and just look at the dynamic and say, is this is this sustainable? Is this is this working? Is this working? Yeah. for us, or is is one of us, you know, maybe like way off balance in what they're expecting? Mm-hmm. And we 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 need to have those conversations, but it can't be about a scorecard, right? Because the moment we whip out the scorecards, everybody feels attacked and defensive, and everybody loses. You know, I think there's also dynamics where maybe your spouse won't be as adventurous as you like them to be, and so you withhold sex altogether. That is toxic too. You know, we've talked to couples where maybe one of the, you know, the spouse for whatever reason doesn't want to do a certain position or doesn't want to try something because it doesn't make them feel safe. And so the other spouse is like, well, then I don't want to have sex. So until you come around and you want to do this thing that I have on my mind, I don't want to have sex with you. And that's toxic. And and that, you know, we always say that the, the marriage bed needs to be the safest place on earth. It needs to be a, a place where both feel understood and safe and loved and respected. And so, you know, when, when you are using sex as leverage, there is no love and respect in that. And it doesn't feel safe either because it's unpredictable. Like you never know, are they going to reward me today? Are they going to punish me today? Yeah. Yeah. And your marriage has got to be safe. Mm-hmm. Marriage bed in particular has to be the right. safest place on earth for you both. And when you do, when you're there together, it it should be, uh, it, it should be a reward in the sense for both of you yeah. that it, it is it is a reward for your love for each other. It, it's a, it, maybe reward isn't the best word, but it's it's part of the gift that comes right. with uh, with your love and commitment to one another. And it's a gift that should be shared freely and it often. It's it's not a gift that runs out if you do it too much. It's not a gift that is in finite supply. It's yeah. an endless supply 
and it's something that you can always enjoy together, and it's going to recharge your marriage when you do it. And it's really all about serving. I know we've talked on here before about chore play, about those little acts to kind of take things off each other's plate. But, you know, on the on the flip side of chore play, if they aren't doing those things, please don't punish them by not having sex, okay? Right. Like if your husband didn't do the laundry and fold it and put it away, like don't, don't not have sex because of it. Like maybe you're annoyed, but that's no license to say like, well, then we're not... Making love tonight. You Sorry. were looking at me very specifically during no. that example. So I'm, I want to commit <laughs> to folding better and oh my goodness, putting no. away with you do more it of so a well. happy heart. <laughs> and sometimes when I'm like putting dishes in the dishwasher, I'll try to like clang them together so she can hear it. I'm like, I wonder I want if the sound of these dishes going in the dishwasher is like an aphrodisiac to her. And it let, is. Let her know. So Music to my ears. I'm just banging forks together. Do you hear this, my love? <laughs> this is the sound of our foreplay song. <laughs> So yeah, we, we, you got to have fun. You have to serve each other. Don't use it as leverage. And if you're in that dynamic, uh, just maybe admit it and, and kind yeah, of apologize. Sorry, yeah. yes. Apologize. Give each other a lot of grace to say, I didn't mean for us to fall into this dynamic, but you know, listening to this today was uh, a little bit of a wake-up call for me to take an honest self-assessment and realize I've kind of done that. I've fallen into that dynamic and I don't want that to be where we are. I don't want our sex life to be defined by a this kind of reward and punishment-based transactional system, but instead right. I want it to be a gift that we share freely and often, and I want to recommit to that today. Thank you all so much for listening to yet another Sexy Summer Quickie, and we hope you tune in next time. Bye, guys. 